up, y'all? Welcome to the Top Flight Podcast. You know what it is. You know what we're here to do. We're here to bring you the best of Austin FC. I'm your host, Arnan, accompanied by my partner in crime, B, the realist in the game. What up, bro? How you doing? What's up, bro? You know what I'm saying? We're doing a, a Skype pod today, guys. So, you know, we did a little editing. Put the logo. Oh, shit. Wrong side. Right there. Damn. So, uh, this is just temporary. So, I hope y'all enjoy this Skype pod. Off-season shit, right, B? Off-season shit. Off-season shit, you know, we're making some moves. Uh, we hey. prioritize to, to bring your content, so we're out here doing it through Skype. So, Some of our uh, some of our listeners are going to know what I'm talking about when I say the Brady Bunch. We might have some youngin' fans that don't know what the Brady Bunch is, but I really <laughs> feel like we're in the Brady Bunch right now. So under me is my dog, Bobby. <laughs> Everybody knows this guy. I do not have to give this guy an introduction. Probably one of the most toxic fans in the Austin FC fan base, but he's not wrong. He's not wrong. You can you can uh, say toxic. You can say toxic, yeah. but he's been right on a lot of things, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's what I want right? to add to on Bali, bro. I mean, Bali is that's what sucks, bro. He's I can't say shit sometimes. You know what I mean? He has a point. But he has a point. <laughs> and to Bali's right, diagonal to me, where's that over there? Ah, over there is. My homie Primo, which is Bali's cousin. A lot of people don't know that. Primo, what's up, man? How you doing? What's up, bro? Just feeling good, bro. Drinking. I'm not even going to say the name of the beer I'm drinking because they don't sponsor me. But uh, I like that. Fucking, I like that. You know, just feeling good, bro. Hey, Top Flight Podcast crew here, living <laughs> and breathing. The homies, the squad. We got a, we got a big night tonight, y'all. We got a crazy night. The We're Austin TV Awards are here. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk We're Austin TV Awards. We're going to talk MLS playoffs. And, of course, it wouldn't be the Top Flight Podcast if we didn't talk about the European Champions League that's going on. Correct, gentlemen? Correct. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And also, I would like to throw into the mix something that we did not add to the show notes, but I'm calling an audible, and I'm tossing it in there right now. Bob Bradley is out. Toronto signed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Aimed in as a sporting director. But, gentlemen, we'll get there. We'll get there. As you can see, Rocking the We're Austin TV hat. I know B got it. Primo got the We're Austin TV merch too. Can you show it? Right there. Boom. Bali, you got anything? Austin FC, baby. Well, guess what? Don't worry. Because in 2022 for the season, guess what? We got some Bali Army merch coming. So be on the lookout. It is coming soon. Yes, yeah. So boom. Easing into the podcast, guys. Gentlemen, should we start at the We're Austin TV Awards where everybody's been waiting for? Let's do it, bro. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. The first ever We're Austin TV Awards. I know everybody had their player of the season and all that stuff, but we went a little bit further. We went a little bit extra. That's what that's what we do here at the Top Flight. We give you the best of Austin FC content. So we had a long discussion. A lot of bad words were said. Bali cussed me out. Brian and him almost fought through the screen. I don't know how they did it. And Primo was just chilling, but Primo had his answers ready. And we came up with game of the year. We came up with the worst game of the year. The goal of the year. The MVP of the season, the flop of the season, and the most improved. So I know a lot of you at home are going to have your thoughts. You're going to have your opinions, and you're going to come at us on Twitter with facts. And tweet at us. Let us know in the comments if you agree or you disagree with the following uh, results that we have chosen. But B, what do you think about the answers that we chose overall? Before we say what they are, what, what do you think about them, about what we ended up um, I guess, I mean, if I may add, because you know our categories are best game and worst game. Let's just say that the worst game 
we had so many options to pick from. <laughs> yeah, the worst game yes. column, yeah. and we had the best game column. So it was tough picking the worst game. It wasn't as tough picking the best game. So I just wanted to mention that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the worst game of the season, bro, we we didn't have no difficulty in thinking of which ones we we, we were gonna choose and having nominees and. For yeah. the for the game of the season, you and Bali, y'all went at it because y'all had a very different point of view. Bali, you you wanna you wanna say you know kind of how y'all were going at it. Don't spoil it to the people yet, but why were you and B going back and forth? You know, we just uh, we both had a I guess a different experience. You know, Portland. Uh, well, I don't want to say I don't want to say the games. Let, let's wait for the awards. But uh, you know. The game that that I wanted it that I that I thought that it was the game of the season was was different for me, you know. It was very different for me, you know. I've been to multiple festivals. I've been to to multiple concerts. I've seen little Uzi, 21 Savage, you know, a little baby, young thug, all of those concerts, you know, packed people, you know, it's hot, you know. But I've never felt what I felt at that Austin FC game. It I was, like that. It, it was an emotion that you can't you can't explain, bro. You just have to you, you have to be there. You have to feel it, you know. Damn. Primo, Primo, yeah. You wanna... Well, then you gotta go to a Travis Scott concert then and see what that feels like. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Oh my God. Jesus Christ, Primo. <laughs> Primo, do you wanna? <laughs> God, okay. Primo, do you wanna add it on uh, Bali's points, bro? Yeah, bro. I mean, just it's just one of those things where there wasn't too many good games, but the ones that they that we did choose. Um, I think you know we we both had. I think it was it was split. You know, it was half and half. And so I was yeah. leaning towards more what Bali was saying, but at the end of the day, I kind of just took what B was saying and kind of put that in play and went and went with that choice instead. But I don't want to spoil too much because you know we got the awards coming up, but. I mean, it's definitely Bro, people, two good takes. People sleep uh, on these takes, right? I think so. I think they do, yeah. I think they do, bro. People sleep on his takes, yeah. bro. Chelsea fan, I get it. <laughs> I get it. But people sleep on his takes, bro. Just like, bro, just like how we didn't know until, you know, uh, I guess we can say recently that, well, I mean, I knew since the years back, but B, you said that you had no idea that Bali was deep in that Arsenal shit, bro. This fool yeah, was bro. With, I mean, with Arsenal fan TV on Twitter Spaces, bro. Yeah, shout yeah. Out. I saw him. He was shout on some space. Body, yeah, shout out. Yeah, shout out for sure. And then I jumped in there and I was like, "What's Bali doing in this Twitter space?" You know, so I popped in. And he was just going off on Unai Embry's, uh, you know, rain on the Arsenal when he had his run, and then the, uh, you know Arteta how he's doing. So I was like, "What?" Because it sucks because me and Bali are having this little Arsenal Chelsea rivalry for a little while. And it hasn't been good for Arsenal, so I, I understand why Bali's more low key. But it seems like they're on the up, so yeah. I, I was well, in that. I was talking my shit on the space, my G. You know me. The hey, the voice of the people, bro. You feel me? The voice of the people. We're Austin yeah. TV, baby. You already know. Yes, sir. So by the way, by the way, I'm sorry, y'all, but we I I have to give We're Austin TV recognition real quick, gentlemen. Congratulations to every single one of you. We made it onto official Austin FC Twitter space, bro. That's that's pretty fucking big, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just had to I just had to point that out. I was really uh I was really happy whenever that happened. Proud moment, you know. It's like whenever a dad sees his son hit a home run. You feel me? Or like bro, I wouldn't know that, bro. I don't know my dad. 
Well, I don't have kids, so I don't know that feeling. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Brian. What? The fuck <laughs> what? what are you drinking, bro? Uh, hello, hello, uh, Don Julio. Hello, Don yeah. Julio. Shout out, Fucho. Hey, shout out, Fucho, for the Don Julio. Um, shout out, Fucho. Fucking Don Julio. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, bro. Let's fucking ease into these We're on CTV awards since Brian set the mood fucking perfectly. I'm late. He's That's late. It. Definitely different substances, though. Legalize it. All right, we're, we're moving on. We're off some TV awards. Game of the year. Gentlemen. Drum roll. I don't know if you can hear it. Drum roll. Drum roll. Very, very loud. Nah, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Drum roll. It's the nominees for the We're Austin TV Game of the Year was Portland versus Austin FC 4-1 to one, and the Colorado 3-1. to one. Now. And the LA Galaxy one. B, which one do we pick? We got LA Galaxy 2-0 win over LA Galaxy at Q2 Stadium as We Are Austin TV's Game of the Year. And uh, uh, this one was tough. This one was tough because Bali yeah. was talking hell of shit. Bali was talking hell of yeah, shit. Yeah, Bali had a little, you know, we could, now that we know, you know, the LA Galaxy game is our Game of the Year, we could discuss it because Bali wanted to bring up the Portland game. So, uh, Bali, if you want to point uh, your point on the Portland game why do you think maybe that's that should win over the LA Galaxy one I thought it was a lot of reasons you know uh, our first goal at Q2 you know great experience four goals you, know, you had to be there you had to be there to experience the the, the atmosphere I was there bro I was the there yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. of course y'all were there of course y'all were there but I'm saying like people that weren't there it's it's not it was it was different bro and man that that was my game of the season you know, it was incredible. Yeah. And I got Definitely. and I got a jersey. My boy Hector Jimenez gave me his jersey. He, so you're so you're you're being biased. No, no, no. That, that that was just a plus. You know, that was no, just no, 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 no. It sounds like it sounds like you're using that as means of choosing this as your nah, personal nah, nah, nah. game of the year. Nah, 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 nah. This nah, isn't nah. your team, Bali. You know nah, that nah. this belongs to the fans, right? No, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like I was saying, I, you know, I just wanted to make that, that game thing. was. For, and I, I'm pretty sure a lot of fans can agree with me. We'll see. We'll see after this yeah. podcast drops. We'll see what the fans. But I'm pretty sure that people will agree with Bali. That game was something else. Something so, else. So, yeah, if I may add to the to the to my thoughts on the, the LA Galaxy being a, uh, our best game over Portland. Portland game definitely was more of a, a memorable game. Our first goal at Q2. Our first win at Q2. The amount of goals. The emotion. The experience of being there. Definitely, you know, hypes up that game to be a candidate. But what gets to me is that if you get more into the logistics part of it, like, for example, Portland were missing nine key players for that game. Portland was depleted, really, really depleted. Um, so it gave us a, a, a great opportunity for us to go in there and fucking score on them and, and have a badass game at Q2 Stadium and getting our first dub. What I would say is for the LA Galaxy game is that LA Galaxy were actually pretty hot when we played them. Chicharito was on fire. He could have had a hat trick. Stuber had him on his pocket. It was a strong LA Galaxy team versus our our strongest uh, Austin FC lineup that we had put out at that time. So at that time, we the lineup that we had going into the LA Galaxy was our best. And at that time, LA Galaxy was also, also pretty strong. And overall, great performance from the first minute to the last. Just two all, keeping a clean sheet against Galaxy, keeping a clean sheet against Chicharito. And that's my uh, argument. So as far as why that game should be our best game of the year. 
for me, bro, that game was the best game of the year because as I was leaving that night from the stadium, I personally felt different. Like, I that game gave me hope. And I remember I was walking out and I famously told my little brother and my girl, I told him, I was like, this game gives me hope for 2022, for season two. Like, if we can put performances like this together, maybe not play every game like that. I get that. But if we can put two, three games together like this out of five, I would be pretty happy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, if we could be in the Galaxy at that moment, that we could be, you know, a lot of these top top clubs, um, you know. So that's that was my argument against it, bro. I, I mean, but I understand the the, the the emotion and the, the what it means to score your first goal, memories and, and all that. I understand what Bali was pointing out. That's definitely a, a another, you know, you can add that on top of reasonable. He's, He's just being soft. He's just being soft. He's just being soft. You know, it's just the, you ask. It's like for bro. bro. If you want me to be real, I'll be real. Like if you ask a fan. He's just being soft, bro. He's being soft. If you ask a fan that isn't really too familiar with the sport, like, you know, they fuck with it. I feel like their choice would be that game. But just the performance against a top club in the MLS, LA Galaxy, although their season was not as best as they, they, they wanted it to be. But Charito was on fire, 17 goals into the season. You know, it was just a big, big performance off the back of, you know, beating yeah. a team that was hot and us, you know, being yeah. the new guys. So. 100%. And I, I, and I agree with you. And I agree with you, B. I agree with you. It was, oh, yeah? a, it was a great game. It was a great game. But, you know, what I, who, what, you know, Portland was mine. Portland was my game. Yeah. So. I mean, fans, fans, guys, let us know in the comments. Comment yeah. below. Yeah, let was, us know. Let us know. Let us know because we all TV had gone and, uh, uh, you know, we voted and uh, we picked our best game of the year to be LA Galaxy uh, game. Bali wanted to mention the Portland game. So you let us know. No was a better game for us in FC. Portland, 4-1 win at Q2 or the 2-0 win uh, versus LA Galaxy at Q2. So let us know. We also threw in there the Colorado 3-1, famous first win, but... That was a good one, too. And that, one, that one was big. That one was big. We were, we were there that game, too. We were there that game. And, that, that yeah. was also... and, you got, and you got a jersey. And I got my G. Danny Pereira jersey, too. So, that was another one hey, of my favorites, G. Hey, I'm starting to feel a little bias going on here, bro. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You got Danny you got badass jerseys, bro. So you got you got Danny Pereira's first ever Austin FC dub ever in history. You got his jersey. And then you got first ever Austin FC dub at home. First ever goal yeah. at home jersey by Jimenez. Only bro, goal. What? Only goal. Oh, only goal. What? I just realized that. What? I just realized that. Yeah, bro. You, my, G, my G's, you know. You know? Bro. My geez. And, and Stuber didn't want to give Danny his jersey, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that fucked sucks. up. That's fucked up. All right, boys. Moving on to award number two. Now, this one, ladies and gentlemen, get a hold to your seats. It's worst game of the year. Now, this one, as we pointed out earlier, it was not hard to have material to choose from. And I'll read to you the nominees. The nominees for the award of worst game of the year we have. The first go away, the first time, whenever Wolf surprised everybody with that messed up lineup and all of y'all were on those buses and I think one of them broke down. It was just a shit day from the start. That's from what I've heard from information gathered and shit, right? And the game sucked because we saw a weird-ass lineup. 
The next nominee is San Jose 4-3, the famous brawl at Q2 whenever Stuber and Julio Cascante got in on it with the two San Jose players. Famous, famous fight night. Number three, San Jose 4-0 defeat. Now, that was when the Chris Wondolowski guy fucking scored a goal. The dude is like 45 years old, bro. But he uh, retired this year, so great career, blah, blah, blah. Now, the last nominee was Seattle whenever they brought their kindergartners to the Q2 Stadium and completely bossed us around. So, gentlemen, who wants to tell the people who the award goes to? Drum roll, B. Drum roll, B. Drum roll, drum roll. Bobby? Go ahead. Seattle. The embarrassment. The embarrassment. When the kids, I believe it was a 15, 18, 16, 17, 19. Kids, bro, kids. It was kids, Academy. bro. It was kids. Academy, bro. Academy. It was the first time that a MLS club started five teenagers in their starting lineup ever. Think about what that, a, bro. What a what a place to do it. Q2 Stadium. Austin MC and, season. And Austin MC was at full strength, bro. We went at it at full strength with a strong attacking lineup. I against remember. five teenagers, bro. I remember somebody was walking with me inside of Q2, and I told them that the lineup of that Seattle was going to put out had teenagers because they were gonna, just going to put teens, and they had told me that they bet for Seattle to lose by a bunch of goals, and I was like, damn, this is a pretty good bet. We might fucking win because I, I saw our lineup, and I was like, yo, we're kind of full yeah. out. Bro, we got whooped, bro. <laughs> so, so bad. I bet that, that dude was pissed. Yeah, that I mean, game we only lost one zero. Yeah, we only lost one zero, but just the fact that kids playing against us, bro, is what hurt so much, dude. What did you say, Bali? I said that game was a reality check for the team, you know, and for I think for the fans also. You could see my interview at We Are Austin TV that game. I was so upset. I was so mad at the performance. I was so embarrassed that game. Embarrassing. Worst game. One hundred percent. We was, all that game, was that the game that Next Gen was here? Yeah, Next yeah, Gen. Yeah, he was. Next Gen yeah, was, was also the game that uh, Ruiz Diaz had fucking golazo yeah. on, bro, from like fucking 50 yards out or some shit. <laughs> yes, que golazo también. Yeah. Golazo, yeah. So that, that was WATV's worst game. But trust me, there was many more, like H was saying. There was plenty to pick from. All right, gentlemen, moving on to the next award. This is award number three. Now, this is the goal of the year, y'all. Goal of the year. This was a little... Uh, there was goals to choose from, obviously, because we scored some... We scored, I guess you could say, a lot of goals, not too many goals. But a lot 35. of them were... They were golazos. You know, we, we, I think we scored maybe two goals from outside the box, bro, if I'm not mistaken. And I think I one think of them so belonged too. to Redes in a friendly game against Tigres. And we all know where that story ended up as, right? But goal of the year, guys, nominees, we have Fagundes Cup Final against FC Dallas, the Copa Tejas. Remember that match? Um, Frisco, cold night. Golazo, by the way. Fagundes, player. Wow, fantastic. The next goal nominee that we have is uh, Hector Jimenez against Portland. 4-1 famous win at the Q2. This is the the game that Body was arguing for. Whenever he, uh, he double faked, right? Or he pump faked once and then... Finished smoothly, smoothly. Great finish, by the way. Great goal, great goal. And the last nominee that we have is uh, Mackenzie Gaines versus LA Galaxy. 
that was a badass goal. Yeah. Goal. Wow. It was his. Uh, it was his first goal with Austin FC, right? Or yeah. at uh, Q2, something like that. I can't but see that. for the goal of the year, B, you want to tell everybody which one we chose? So goal of the year, drum roll, drum roll. The winner is Fagundes versus FC Dallas. I'm sorry, Bali. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bali. Five one. That was goal That's of the fun. year. Uh, I mean, Austin FC fans know exactly what goal we're talking about. Um, I mean, and to come at that time where we were zero zero, uh, scoring going one up. At that moment in time, that golazo, we're up 1-0. Copa Texas is in our possession. For about golazo 30 seconds, Fag- For about 30 seconds, though. For about 30 seconds, you're right. But at, at just the eye of that goal and the caliber of the goal, Fagundes cutting to his right and then just fucking lobbing it, you know, top bins, uh, you know, over the, uh, around, the, around the keeper. Uh, that's our goal of the year. What do you, what do you think, guys? I have to uh, agree with you on that, B, because that goal has two weights that are pushing it down. It has the meaning of the goal and the type of match it was in, right? Even though the the lead only lasted for one minute, whatever, 45 seconds. The Jimenez yeah. goal, bro, that one was a badass goal. Do not get me wrong, but but that Portland game was wrapped up already, bro. You feel me? Golazo, yeah. You got to do, do the job, though. You wouldn't mean it's, it's, it was wrapped up. You have to go out there and perform, and we performed. So The game was already wrapped up, G. It wasn't wrapped up. It wasn't wrapped up. To me, I think, I, think I agree with B. Fagundes, it was a beautiful goal. But at, the, at that time, at that moment, you know, I was done with this team, to be honest with you. So that goal really didn't mean, any, really didn't mean much to me. That Hector Jimenez goal, though, that was amazing. You know, amazing. Nah, I see man, your point. It had to mean, I see your point, Bobby. I see your point. Fago's goal had to mean more. And at that time, we're up 1 0. You know? Did you cut off a little bit, B? I think you did. You good? Yeah, hear me? I, I I can hear you. Can you hear me, B? Yeah, B, I think B cut off a little bit. You cut off. My bad, my bad, I cut off. Yeah. Just for a little bit. We're good, though. We're good. What'd you say, B? What I was saying is that Fagundes' goal, bro, like, at that moment in time, it had to be more. It had to be more than uh, Jimenez's goal, in my opinion, because I, we're 1-0 one up, one, one up against Dallas in Copa Texas for silverware. And I know the lead didn't last long, but for like 15, 20, 30 seconds, bro, being in the stands up 1-0 against Dallas for Copa Texas, it's just, it just meant more in the style of the goal, too. So that's why I think we sided with Fagundes' goal, bro, in my opinion. You, you say that, but season was done already at that time. Season was over. So Hey, the fans are also going to have something to say. So comment, tweet at us, let us know what you think. Did we get it right? Did we get it wrong? Let us yeah. know because let us know. Fagundes to me had it, bro. Fagundes to me had it. Primo, you have anything to fucking add on it, bro? You over there sipping hard. You good? <laughs> yeah, bro, I'm good. I'm good. Nah, I think the Fagundes go deserves it just because, like you said, it was, uh, you know, it was an intense game building up against Dallas. It was Copa Texas. We got the first goal. Bro, we went crazy. We, me, 
Bali, B, and Nev, we were all sitting separate from from uh, from everyone else, and we're just like the only ones standing when fucking Fago won the scored. And uh, I think it's it's just well deserved, bro. It was a really nice goal. Like you said, there is a lot of there's there's a lot of goals where there's some meaning behind it, but it was just like you know just simple goals, you know. Or the founders, bro, golazo, golazo. Golazo. I agree, bro. I agree. Sorry, Bali. I, I mean, I, I I kind of feel bad now. I feel like nothing's going his way with these awards, at least. And it's because Bali's emotion, bro. Bali is emotion, the emotion impact, the fucking, you know, the vibe at the time, at the team. Like he brought up concerts. He's an emotional he felt like He's a fucking sweetheart, just, bro. He's, he's, a a he's a sweetheart. He's a sweetheart. People got him wrong. Yeah. People got him wrong. People got him wrong. Bonnie is a sweetheart, bro. <laughs> yeah. Right, Bonnie? Of, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm a sweetheart, but at the end of the day, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, you want to you be saying, like, oh, it, it was Copa Tejas, you know, keep it real, be, you know. Of course, Copa Tejas, you know, it's a, a trophy, you know, we want to win Tejas, of course, we want to be the best in Tejas, but, but, B, the season was done, the season was dead, so that you. goal, that goal was golazo, Fago has that in his, in his bag, so I wasn't surprised, but the season was done, the season was dead, so, but it was a beautiful goal, and it was a, it was the best uh, goal of the season, man. Yeah. Good shit, buddy. I like that. Moving on, gentlemen, award number four. Now, we're getting towards the end of the We're Austin TV Awards. We'd like to thank everybody for coming out and showing up for the red carpet event. Don't forget to pay. It's $20 before you leave. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Award number four is the MVP, guys. MVP. Now, this one was easy, bro. Easy work. This was easy. easy. This was no discussion. I didn't have to argue with anybody. This was, bro, I didn't even have any other nominees. That's how easy this was. It was, boom, we know already. Gentlemen, who is drum bro, Drum bro, drum bro, drum bro. No, fuck the drum bro. Just fucking drum bro, drum bro, drum bro, drum bro. Drum the mic. Drum the fucking mic, bro. Okay, okay, Primo, where you at? Over there. Ah, I said it. It's fucking gentlemen. The man himself, the man with the blonde hair. The motherfucker I see around the city, bro. I would see that guy in every single billboard. I see that guy on the fucking TV. I hear him on the fucking radio. The guy's everywhere. The city, He's a bro. fucking MVP. Bro, hey, and he backed them up a shoddy. Y'all yeah. seen him? Uh, y'all seen him? Oh, y'all seen him? I seen that IG post, man. I know what you're talking yes, about. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Backed oh, up yeah. a shoddy. Bro, and yeah. I, I think she's like, she's like a bodybuilder, bro. She's like super fit. Like super, oh, super shit. fit. Yeah, but, yeah, but well, hey, he's good, out there. Good for Fargo, bro. You know, what I'm saying he he's been a big impact not only on the field but off the field for this city, bro. He is the fans' pick. He is the club's Absolutely. pick. He's just he's just been a great. Every game he gives us all. Every game he's consistent. Every game he does what you don't even have to worry about him when he's playing, bro. He's got his position, which wherever it may be, he's played in the midfield. He's played on the right wing. He's playing the left wing with where Ceci, you know, wasn't cutting it. He was straight up, just quality everywhere he played, bro. And his his intensity, his work rate never changed. Um, just overall fucking MVP for Austin, bro. I agree, B. And with seven goals, non-DP, free agent, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
came came to Austin FC because he wanted to start a new project, wanted to kind of reinvent himself almost, is what I've been told, if I'm not mistaken. Well, not necessarily reinvent, but, you know, he wanted to, like, start over, you know, and he saw Austin FC as that place, and he came through, like you said, B, gave us everything, everything, every single game, bro, until he couldn't no more. Uh, seven goals to end, to end the season. Cecilio Dominguez did end with seven, but Diego Fagundes did score them in less games. Yeah. Let me hit you with this little stat, though. Let me hit you with this little stat. Go ahead. Uh, Ceci and Fago both tied for uh, most goals in the year, at seven each, I believe. Yeah. And in the assist column, there was another tie at the top with Juicy Dior and Fago. So Fago tied for top spot in the goals and top mm-hmm. spot in the assist, my boy. So, I like that. And he's not a DP. Ceci is a DP. Juicy Dior is a DP. They should be at the top of these lists for this club. Step it up. And you got Fago. You got Fagundes up there putting in the work, bro. The numbers speak for themselves. The numbers all across the board are not good because of the season. But if you just take it to our club only, Fagundes definitely, 100%, without a doubt, MVP for Austin FC this year, bro, in this first inaugural season. If I'm Fagu, hey, Holly, if I, if I may, if I'm Fagu, renegotiating my whole contract. Mm-hmm. Not about it, no mm-hmm. Let me get that money. Oh, yeah, bro. Let me get if that you're, money. If you're putting up DP numbers and you're not a DP, you need to get you need to get that situated, bro. ASAP. Yeah. And me, me and uh, me and uh, Bocha, Fagundes' dad. You know, we had a great conversation uh, a couple of days ago at uh, at La Murga's uh, game. We were talking, and he tells me that Fagundes is happy. He loves Austin. And man, if we ever have a statue outside that stadium, guess who's <laughs> gonna be? It's gonna be Fagundes. I'm telling you right now. If yeah. it ever happens, so, if it ever happens. Yeah, yeah. So far, he's winning the league, and then plus. If I may say, also, I think Fagundes took the season, which I feel like it's just an amazing thing to to, to do. It, he, he came into a new club, and he almost set this season as like a trial. Like, uh, like uh, I'm going to show you what I got. I'm going to put everything I have, and I'm going to show you what I deserve for season two and what I can do for season two. So value me at... Don't value me at what I've done in the past. Don't value me at, at, at what kind of cloud I bring or what kind of, you know... Anything else that I bring, scratch that. Let me show you this first season. And he showed it to us. So now here comes season two. Austin to see either gives him a, a little bag or, or does whatever needs to happen because he's already shown you what he can do, bro. And he's he can replicate that season two. So let's do whatever needs to happen to keep him uh, motivated for season two, bro. If I may add one last thing to Fagundes's, I guess, points towards winning the MVP for Where Austin TV is the fact that he got a big achievement here with us. He is the second youngest MLS player, or yeah, second youngest MLS player to reach the 50-50, you know, the 50 goals and the 50 assists. So big, big, big shout out to Fago. But, you know, I actually, uh, I think it was like a comment that we were going back and forth on either on like a photo or on like a tweet. But, you know, he said, I I dropped my mic. (laughs) Uh, he said that um, you know he's he's not he's not focused on 50 anymore, bro. He's he's ready for 75. So the fact that he's thinking like that, bro, really gets me excited to have him here. Now wow. I hope Austin FC I hope Austin FC doesn't go cheap with him and doesn't want to pay the man. Exactly, Hernan. That's and that's that's a good question right there. You know, I'm pretty sure he wants to negotiate. He deserves more money. You know, come on now, he's performing like a DP. He so give him it. that DP bag. But Stop I mean, even, even though, bro, but, and I think B is going to, and Primo, B and Primo might have something to say on this, and you too, buddy, but even if, 
if Austin FC lets a player like Fagundes go, right? The fact that there's no risk in the MLS, will it will it really hurt them, bro? Like the fact that we're not gonna go to relegation if we lose Fagu, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's um, say we're a fucking Houston Dynamo team. Like, do they care if they lose a Fagu? There's no risk. I think if anything, it would hurt the club's image. But as far as actually them, you know, them caring, you know, as far as, oh, you know, we're going to do worse without him or, you know, whatever. You know, I don't think they, they, they'll take that into consideration. Just like you said, there's no regulation. There's no promotion or anything like that. I think at the end of the day, it would just hurt the club's image. You know, you'll have a lot of mad fans. He, you know, a lot of people love him. And yeah, so it would just, feel, it would just oh, be sorry. that bad taste in your mouth after so yeah i just feel like uh we're not at that stage yet to to make this sort of move like for example the only situation that i see that an austin fc player or any player in the mls lets go of a player that's performing is because they're demanding way too much and they feel like they can get another player at that quality for the amount that he is being asked for for example if he's asking for i mean if he's asking for five six hundred thousand or something if he's asking for an insane amount of money the question comes to Austin to see and Reina whether they can use that money to bring in someone at that quality or continue with these services uh, here at the club. But since it's our first ever season, it, there is no, there is none of that. I feel like they should just go ahead and give him the bag, so you don't have to worry about that position or worry about bringing someone else because you have bigger things to worry about. Bro, you have to bring in a center back because Beasley's out. You have to fix all these holes in the bench and the depth because Kekuta is isn't even worth a depth position. You know, Redis, and we're going to go into all that, but I just feel like he deserves that bag. I feel like he needs it, bro. I feel like he needs it. And in a player like Fagu, and Bali, you can add on this, you know that you can you can try to push the limit to pay this guy as much as you got to pay him before registering him as a DP. And he's essentially, I guess you can say, a fourth DP for Austin FC. Low key is Fagundes Austin FC's yeah. fourth DP, Bali. Just give him a bonus, man. At least a bonus. Give him a bonus. You know what I'm saying? Give him a bonus. Give him a bonus. Famous Give words. A bonus. He deserves hey, it. He famous deserves iconic it. quotes from the two cousins. Let's go Jamaica. Give him a bonus. And my G. Famous <laughs> quotes. Famous <laughs> quotes. Bro, Primo really said, bro. <laughs> let's go Jamaica. And then literally moments later, USA scored. <laughs> I love it, bro. I love it, bro. Okay, so Fago, congratulations, brother. You got the Washington TV. MVP of the year, well-deserved, really no competition. Nobody was really close, day in and day out, hard work in the office, and we thank you so much for your service. I love Next. You. Next, we got the fifth award. Now, this one was this one was, uh, this one was tough to put into the list because some people might be like, oh, you shouldn't put it in there, but we got we got to call this shit out, bro. We're not going to yeah. let this slide, bro. Yeah. We're not going to hey, let this slide. We got we got fan media for a reason, bro. We got to address this, bro, because we're the voice of the fans, bro. We're the voice now, of the fans, bro. Flop of the year, ladies and gentlemen. Flop of the year. I'm going to just go ahead and say it. And no I, and I give, this, give this one to me. Give this one to me. Give this one to All me. Right, let him, let hey, him have it. Let the floor is yours, me. brother. B. A. B. Drum roll, please, G. Nah, this is drum roll for what? The flop of the year <laughs> was Rodney Redes. No surprise. Rodney Redes. No surprise, ladies and gentlemen. No surprise. Tronco. Tronco. Pinche tronco, bro. And the reason, I feel like the reason why his flop, his disappointment is so big 
is because of the amount of money that was invested in him, bro. The amount of money that he it was invested in him, and and so be it. You know, I can come up with excuses. Probably some some fans out there are probably yelling at the screen. Oh, but he's young. Oh, but you know this and that. You can you can you can definitely find excuses and make reasons to uh, why he can improve. And we're not saying that he's not going to improve. We're not saying that he can't improve. We're not saying that it's over for him. What we're saying is that season one, two point seven five million dollars spent on this young player, for season one was a complete and utter disaster. If I may add something to this, everybody knows infamously Lord Redis on Slack. People always tag me in some Rodney Redis shit. But today <laughs> I, I said some shit about Redis. I, I put on the Where Else in TV Twitter, I put Ronnie Redis is currently in Paraguay on vacation, comma, hope somebody signs him. <laughs> and a, a, a bunch of people started liking it, retweeting it. And a couple accounts from Paraguay started picking it up, bro. And some fans mm-hmm. from Paraguay were responding to that tweet. And they said, I don't know how he ended up being a pro soccer player. And then somebody said, whoever sold him did a hell of a job or some shit like that. And I was like, Ooh, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, to be fun. fair, bro. I mean, to be fair, bro. Like, bro. He played you... through an injury. Meniscus. Yeah, injury. Also, I want to say something about that. Go ahead, go ahead. Go something ahead. about that. We also had people um, come at us. Well, come at me, really. They didn't say it, but I know it was. they were coming at me, telling me, why are you so harsh on Rodney? Now that you know that he was injured, why were you so harsh on him? We Nobody knew about this injury. Nobody knew. Some of us did. Mm, did we? Did we know that his meniscus was fucked up? I don't think we did, bro. We knew something was wrong. We knew something was wrong, but we didn't know exactly what. Now, don't you think that the club should have done a little bit better at addressing that? Why did they sweep it under the rug and made him play through injury? Exactly. I got an idea why? on why. Why, bro? Let me, let me ask you something. Would it, would it have made a difference if he didn't pay, play with that injury? It didn't matter. If, if he wouldn't have played, we would have seen the likes of John Gallagher and Stroud a lot more. Mm-hmm. But we... we but, okay, the thing is, though, we already had a thin squad as it is, bro. Like, we had nobody go, Berhalter dipped on us. What does that mean? He was just here to fill the fucking spot, bro. He was just a body. You know what I'm saying? So that meant that we were just trying to fill this squad. What does that tell you about the roster build that, that, that we were doing? Because if you ask me, bro, I'm looking at the way Shard is building, at, building their team. I'm looking at Nashville in their second season in, in the fucking playoffs. And then I'm looking at the way that we built our team, bro, and – there are, there, are, there are talented players in our team. Don't get me wrong, bro. But I feel like it just wasn't built the right way, bro. And I feel like, not, not necessarily I, I feel, I know that people, the build-up to, to this team, were saying that, oh, they wanted to credit Josh Wolf and Claudio Reyna for building a team that had players that could play multiple positions. Y'all remember that? Remember that, that they were building a, a team that brought players in that were versatile roles or whatever the fuck, right? I didn't see I didn't see the fruits of that this season. You know what I'm saying? But, we had what like yeah. 20 different lineups, 22 different lineups. Yeah, but let but, me let me add a point to that. Go ahead. Bro, it's hard. It's borderline impossible for you to know once you buy a batch of players to see who is going to perform and who's not without giving them a run on the pitch. Don't these guys games, do homework? Bro. Don't these guys do homework, bro? Don't they have data? Yeah. Austin FC is yeah. all about sports data. Yeah. 
but they have data or different cultures, different leagues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have data. You can't, you can't, you can't give me that. You can't give me that, bro. Whenever there's homework to do. You gotta think realistically, bro. You gotta think realistic here. You got, you got data from Ceci playing in in Guarani. You got data from Houston playing forever, wherever he came. You got data from Drusi playing in Zenit. You got data from. You know, Jite in the second division of French League, but you don't have data of them in Austin, Texas under Josh Wolf, bro. Now you do. Now with one season played, you know, you see what they can do. You see where some players didn't perform. You see what some players did, like Fagundes. Fagundes stuck. Fagundes performed great. You don't have to worry about that. You have to worry okay, about question, Lennox, question on that. Question on that. Other question on that. Where has Hussein performed? Where has he been highlighted in his career where he really set was set as an anchor? You can be like, wow, that guy's special. What the hell made them bring Hussein yeah. to this and pay him the money that they paid him? Yeah, I shouldn't have brought up Hussein because Hussein was a total disaster too. If, if Redis falls into the, our, our winner for flop of the year, Hussein is right under him, bro. Right um, under him. Right, right under him. Yeah, but, you know, I can bring him more honorable mentions like, you know, Sweat and, and Kekuta. It's just like, I can't, I, sorry, I can't, I can't really put blame on Reina and blame on, on, on or just say that I'm disappointed after one year, bro, like you gotta give you gotta give give Reina the opportunity to plug these holes in. Bonnie had an interesting DM. I don't know if he wants to bring it up. Yeah, I had a DM. Let me let me let me open that up. And it and it was a uh, it was it was a great shout DM. out B though. Shout out B. Shout out B. I'm it was a great DM. And here I'm... here B, listen to this. Listen to this B. Go ahead, bro. What is Claudio doing, bro? Vacationing? What is he doing? What is he doing? You want me to ask? You to, you, let, let me tell you. Let me tell you something, B. Let me tell you something. You can protect these guys all you want, all you want. But look, they have two months to prove something to us. And yes. guess what? In those two months, guess what? We play first game. We play the worst team on the other side. You know who that is? That's FC Cincinnati. So guess I think what, that's bro? a diss. That, I, I think key, that's a diss yeah, to that, us, bro. It, it, probably is, it, probably, it probably is a diss. But let me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. That game will answer your question. And pray, pray that we have players signed by then. Because if we don't, this team. Bro, I can't wait. It's okay, going down. Okay, okay. It's straight. It's a straight okay. 90 degree angle, straight okay. down. Okay. I'm telling okay, you. Okay, but you're you're thinking about shit that hasn't happened yet. You, I'm you don't telling know. you what's gonna you happen. Okay, okay. You know, you're telling me. You can tell me all you want, but you don't know what's gonna happen in two months, bro. Next week, Reina could sign Bali's two players, right. and boom. Bali's been right. Bali's, Bali's been right. Don't miss. Okay, look, look, look. Bali's got a lot of shit, and there's a lot of Bali haters out there, and there's a lot of Bali believers out there. At the end of the day, Bali, you're my boy, and I understand. I'm gonna call it the way it is. Sometimes, you know, you be saying shit, and it comes, and it comes to fruition. But what I'm saying is that you're talking about the unknown. You're talking about the future. You're talking about if Reina doesn't do this, if he doesn't do that, then you've done a shitty job. Okay, I understand. But let's judge him off what he has done. And what he's done is he's brought in a bunch of players. Some of them that have flopped. But you don't know if they flopped or not if you don't have data for our first season. The way that you know a player's going to perform, you get them out there, you, you let them play, you, you run a course of an entire season, then you see, okay, who worked, who didn't work, let me fix it. So if Reyna doesn't fix the issues at hand, which you're, you're posing, if he doesn't do anything about these holes that we have going into next season, 100% deserves criticism. 100% deserves, what the fuck are you doing, bro? But we don't know. We don't know yet. 
let's just talk about what he has done and what he has brought to the club. And what he's brought it, a bunch of players who hasn't performed, Kekuta, Redes, Suet, Husen. What, what, like H was saying, what did you see to bring these players in? What did you see in, in Husen to pay him $700,000 guaranteed in year one? He only played three, four games of the season. What did you see? Okay. Fix that for me, Reina. Fix that for me. Because if you don't fix that for me, then criticism is going to come your way. Okay. But then you got the, the likes of Fagu. You got the likes of, of Jushi Dior. You got the likes of Jite. Who, who he brought in that actually shown that they can improve and they can be better players. You know what I'm saying? Drusha Dior is going to perform, bro, next season, 100%. So when they say if they give him the bag, he's going to perform 100%. Jite is going to perform 100%. So all I'm saying is that let him patch these holes for us and then we can criticize him in that manner. And that's what I got to say. As much as I agree with everything you're saying, B, and as much as I agree with everything you said, Bali, I got to hold Reina and Co accountable for some of the recruitment, but they did get it right on, on some parts. Danny Pereira, fantastic player out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. That yep. shocked the world. That Komen, shocked the world. Yeah. was also a fantastic signing because, yep. you know, Drusi didn't finish as, as top scorer. He did tie for most assists, right, B? That's what you said? Yeah. With four. Yep. Now, Drusi came in late. Drusi, no, four. No, son cuatro. Drusi had five assists. Fagu had, had four. Five. No, they each had five. I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they each got five assists. Okay, it's either, it's either five or four, but, you, but, they, but the, the, the fact that they both tied, they did. Yeah. But, you know, Drusi came in late. You know what I'm saying? So imagine, imagine Drusi comes in early, starts early with these guys. We have a whole different season. We have a guy that's going to put up maybe 15 goals with yeah. Drusi. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you mean, know. If, if we're talking Drusi, bro, Drusi is the face of this club as far as, like, the best player, bro. Is Drusi is a caliber player. That's a, different, that's, a diff, that's a different question. Um, that's a good question, too. Uh, I don't know if he would be captain, but if anybody, if any player from this club is going to be MVP or even close to MVP for the league or close to scores in the league or assists or anything in the league for this club, it's going to be Jushi Dior, bro. 100%. Not about it. Best player. Best player for us so far, but he wasn't the MVP. Fagundes was the MVP. Don't get it twisted. Yep. Don't get it fucking don't get it twisted. twisted. Bro. Don't get it fucking yeah. twisted, bro. Don't come at me like Watch that. Watch your bro, fucking right? mouth. Watch your Check fucking your mouth, bro. And, 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 and also, before you send accusation, and this is just, I'm just, I'm just putting this out there. I'm not saying any names. Yeah. All right? Before you put accusations out there, before you put accusations out there about me on what I've been saying and what I haven't been saying <laughs> on certain coaches and price tags on their head, check your sources, mate. <laughs> check your fucking sources. Damn, someone that's, that's all I got to say. So yeah, somebody out there, some somebody out there wilding, saying saying shit about me, and I don't like that. I think I know who, bro. Are you talking about? Um, are you I talking about this names. guy right I, here? I ain't saying no names. I'm I'm not saying no nicknames or government names. I don't know. Can't I don't believe. know. But hey, you know what? Can we can we actually please move on because it's something it's clearly <laughs> up, upsetting me. So that was that was <laughs> so that was the that was the flop of the year. Ronnie Redes, which triggered a whole fucking conversation about I don't know what the what the hell. Mm-hmm. And the last last but not least, number six, gentlemen, the last award of the Way Austin TV inaugural season is the most improved award. Now, this award 
I wanted to put it in there because, I don't know, I feel like we have some players that started off this season bad, but ended up on a good note. And I feel like we should definitely give them their little shout out because we're Austin TV and Tough Life Podcast has been one of the most critical places for Austin FC so far, I would say. And uh, somebody needs to do it. So who better than us? Now, the most improved guys, who wants to say it? B, go ahead. Uh, most improved for us, definitely, I think uh, it would have to go to Johan Romagna, bro. 100%. So jo- Johan Romagna is the We Are Austin TV most improved player. Uh, and we're taking this data off the first game of the season to the last game of the season. So for the first game of the season, you didn't even – he wasn't even, you know, he had a good run at the beginning. He got a, a dark or something. He just, he fell off favor for starting lineup. And then Beasley got hurt. And then he had to show his worth by, you know, starting in the games. And I think he showed what he could do. Primo, what are your thoughts on him, bro? I think, I think Johan went through the full cycle at Austin FC. He started off real shaky, bro. You know, he's a young guy. You know his 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 uh, his size and stuff. You know were definitely a factor on the way he was performing. I think he was just maybe just you know nervous, bro. You know it's a big stage, MLS. It's a big move from from where he was at. Um, and then you you know you kind of see him step up a few games. You know fill in the hole here and then. Um, he was benched for a while, and then towards the end, man, he really just stepped it up, bro. You know Beezer was out for a good while. Uh, the dude just stepped it up, bro. You know, he was, uh, I think his, his positioning got better because, um, you know, he's, he's not the fastest guy. Um, so I think his positioning, you know, he was really understanding where he needed to be. Um, he was making some, some important saves, and the guy just stepped it up, man. Big body, so, big body. Big Dang. body. Yeah. Towards yeah. the end of the season, he was even turning into, like, a forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> he was going Crazy. up as a number nine, bro. I mean... <laughs> Nobody was scoring. Somebody had to do it. Yeah, I mean, for if I may add my two cents on, was uh, you know, at the at the beginning of the season, you almost felt like he was kind of playing shy, bro. I felt like he was kind of you know a little very bit nervous. timid, very very nervous. nervous, extremely nervous. When he got the ball, he wanted to make sure 100 percent that his passes would 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 reach the player. So he was extra cautious. And I feel like the, as as the more games he got under his belt, the more comfortable he felt. The, you know the. the the less, um, you know, nervousness he looked on the – some badass slide tackles. You know, you, you don't slide tackle in the box unless you're fucking confident. And I feel like towards the end of the season, he was doing a lot more slide tackles in the box. So, yeah, improved, bro. I agree. But, well, ladies and gentlemen, that was the Weird Austin TV Awards. Congratulations to all of our winners. Thank you guys for voting. And, Bali, I'm sorry if that a lot of your choices weren't chosen, bro. But, hey, that's life, bro. That's life, bro. Hey, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, bro. But hey, let us know in the comments or tweet at us if we got these right. Do you disagree? Who should have won this? Who should have won that? Let us know, y'all. Pretty fun, though. But uh, real quick, I do want to touch in on the MLS playoffs, boys. Um, The Seattle loss against Rousseau Lake is something that is probably the craziest FIFA match you'll ever see because Rousseau Lake had no shots, bro. Hey, put some, put some respect on my Gio Ochoa. Put some respect on my Gio Ochoa. Mm, yeah. Put right. some respect. Put some respect. Right. My G. L3. L3, L3, player, L3. L3 also. Yeah. But zero shots, bro. Okay, look, let me let me just let me just give you my reaction to this. It's just telling me Seattle had zero shots, bro. 
zero shots to, I'm sorry, Raw Salt Lake had zero shots to Seattle's, how many, 21, 22, or was 21, it? 21, I think. 21 shots, bro. I mean, to win the game in extra time penalties, it's just like, what? Like, it's, what it's a heartbreaking crazy. loss for Seattle, bro. Oh, my next God. Gen, bro, next gen was pissed, yeah. bro. He was, yeah. bro, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he wanted to punch the wall, dog. Man, I'm pretty sure he wanted to punch for, the wall. For Real Salt Lake going into the next round, in my opinion, bro. If you're gonna just win, yeah. I mean, come here. I mean, good luck next round. You know, that's you might like, do it, but bro, that's like if uh, that's like if Roma got Chelsea in the round of sixteen, and Roma shockingly beat Chelsea. Like, mm, you that's you fucking right, beat bro. Chelsea, but next round you're fucking out, bro. You yeah, know what I'm like, saying? It's like, gonna, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, like, fuck, man. You, yeah, yeah, you should have yeah. just let. Chelsea go through because Chelsea's the better team and they're gonna play entertaining football. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ross on Lake is not gonna go further than the next game, bro. Yeah, they're, that's why I fucking... always like to. I always like to bring up. You know, I, I've done this before. Bali? We'll see. Hey, we'll see. Hey, what if that was the game plan? Sit back. Oh, that was. Oh, that was the game plan, bro. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh yeah, zero yeah, shots, bro. I'm plan, sure. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> so, so next game, next game, he can have a different game plan. And they go out. Don't, don't sleep true, on this true, team, bro. Don't sleep on this team. Seattle just took out. They just took out one of the favorites, bro. This honest, team was favored to win. There's the them right, thing. bro. I thought it was going to be Seattle and and New York and NYC. I said, bro, on the last pod or on the Twitter space, I said that I had Seattle taking it, bro. And and B said that that's the most safest choice. B said yeah. that was the most safest choice. It's like it's like you know choosing a prime Real Madrid with. Ronaldo in 2013 to make it to the Champions League final. You know what I'm and, saying? Like you, and, and you would think they're out. gonna make. Check this out. The the assist the uh, um, Ralph Alex coach was uh, the Seattle Sounders he, assistant. He was yes. the Sounders assistant, so he yes. knows them. He knows the players. He knows. Yeah, you know. yeah. yeah. bro. There was yeah. bro. There was a there was a whole movement when Gonzalo Pineda stepped down and took the job at Atlanta. There was a whole fucking movement, and you know now that we're in the MLS part of the podcast, another fucking movement that happened was Bob Bradley getting fired, getting sacked. Finally, bro, shout out to our boys from LFC Pietro because they've been calling for this motherfucker's head for the longest, bro. Right. They've been saying Bob out, Bob out, and it finally happened. Bro, they've been saying, they said that Bob Bradley wasn't going to get them to the to the playoffs, that they needed to fire him and bring somebody in, and this was halfway through the season, maybe a little bit before. And they were right, bro. Maybe somebody else could have got them into the playoffs because Bob Bradley clearly didn't fucking do it. But you also got to put some some responsibility on the players. However, they did have Chicho. Now, Chicho was the MLS newcomer of, of the year, bro. So, oh, my screen fucked up. There we go. So, they had Chicho, which was the MLS newcomer of, of the year. So, this guy, you know, this guy was putting up numbers. So, at, at the end of the day, I put the blame on, Brad, on Bob Bradley. But that doesn't really matter a- anymore because his LAFC career is over because he got scooped up by who? Toronto. Who? But not only did they name him the coach, they also named him the Sporting what? Director. Sporting director. Sporting director, bro. How the fuck you name your coach the sporting director? They trust him. Know. They trust him. They trust him. That's going to be tough. That's tough, bro. You're cutting out, B. You're cutting out, B. Hold on, bro. Yeah, you're, you're cutting B. out, B. We can't hear you. 
cutting out just a little bit, bro. But I think we'll be. He was about to say some shit about Toronto, most likely. But let's see if he comes back in here in a little bit after I say this, bro. A lot of people might remember that Bob Bradley's son, Michael Michael Bradley, played in Toronto. You remember that? So this dude is just the MLS is just a bunch of like, hey, homie, come work over here, homie. Like, hey, bring me my homie over here. Hey, let me get my friend that I work with for X amount of years. That's the MLS. But really, that's soccer in general, bro. B, say something, bro. B, can you hear us? Molly. Yeah, I can hear you, bro. Not sure if we can hear us, yeah. Bro, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, Michael Bradley still plays for Toronto, bro, and I think he's even their captain. So, your captain and your dad's the coach, bro. Come on. He's back. B. Hey. That shit so much. He's back. He's back. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, now, man, what I wanted to to say about Bob Bradley, bro, uh, and I want to bring it back to the the LAFC point to the homies at LAC Fito that wanted his ass out. Uh, to be fair to Bob Bradley, it came down to one game, bro. It came down to beating Colorado and, and possibly going into your playoffs. So if you're – I understand, bro, because that's the, the type of mentality that LAFC, bro. LAFC shouldn't be fighting last game for the playoffs. It should be in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. to be fair to Bob Bradley, he came in and he had one game to beat, and they lost, and unfortunately they made the playoffs. So bye-bye, Bob Bradley. But that's the luxury you have in the MLS that you can wait to this point of the season to get rid of your manager. Yeah. You can wait for this long to do changes. And now that he's at Toronto, he's obviously got some connections at Toronto, bro, because not only, like you said, not only is he the coach, but he's the sporting director, which is very fucking. I feel like, I feel like, um, I mean, look, bro. Bob Bradley's status as one of the best uh, American coaches, his his status of being a legendary coach, I don't think it matches with his fucking achievements, with his fucking honors, with his silverware. I just don't feel like just because he's been in the game for such a long time and he's been around so many clubs and he's been a big part of the U.S. men's national team that he gets some sort of uh, praise or, like, he's like, oh, legendary Bob Bradley. Yeah. But I feel like his his trophies don't speak speak to me that way. You know what I mean? And I don't feel I, like – I feel like he's overrated. I agree, bro. I agree 100%. I, I feel like his career has been like this so far. It's been on the downfall because yeah. he didn't make it in England. You know, he had a really good spell. <laughs> He had a really good spell with the with the U.S. Best national team because I remember being a kid and I remember for like maybe like three or four years there was a time where the Mexican team just couldn't beat the U.S. Best national team, but like they were doing really good. Something kind of like how right now how it's going. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. but that was just a fluke back then. But now it's something a little bit more real. But yeah, Bob Bradley back then to me was a better coach. He did really good with the U.S. national team, and when he got fired from LAFC in the Los Verdes Slack, there were some people saying, Bob Bradley to Austin FC, I would take Bob Bradley. And there were some people on Twitter saying that too. But Bali, I think you might be thinking what I'm thinking too. You want to give your thoughts on Bob Bradley to Austin FC? I'm, I'm good on Bob Bradley. You know, he did a horrible why, job. Why? why? I just don't think, I think that he, he I mean, he has, he has stars in LAFC, you know, Bella, you know, um, a lot of great players out there. And, um, 
you know, I don't think he can handle, you know, my boy Drusty or, you know, he, like, he had Abela, he had Diego Rossi, Rossi, Atuesta, they got the, uh, the guy named uh, Sifu out there. Yeah, so Sifu, uh, the Chief Blessing. Yeah. Uh, they had Mark Anthony K, but he went to the Colorado Rapids and a Apparently he dipped to the Colorado Rapids, right? And he was like talking shit about the fan base. At yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, so they were upset about that shit, bro. Yeah, they so LAFC, LAFC, has a, LAFC has a great players. So, you know, what, what makes you think he's going to perform well with, with us? But in, in my opinion, Bob knew that, that he was leaving a long time ago because he got the job so fast. Everything happened so quick. You don't just, that doesn't yes. just happen overnight especially think, especially sporting director way exactly that's some, yeah that's, bro. Arson, that's, that, that's some arson of anger shit right there that's what threw me off the sporting director because that's a big role bro Th- that doesn't that that doesn't bro. just happen overnight you know what i'm saying so that that is such a big role such a uh if he thought it was pressure in lafc if, oh i don't know what the fan base is in toronto but if he thought he was under pressure lfc Try being a, a coach and sporting director for a club, bro. The pressure doubles because not only are you in charge of. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Finish. Yeah, but not Your not point. only not only do you do you have to fucking you know be with the players one on one, practice, training, starting lineup. You're also in charge of bringing players in, bro. Like, okay, now 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 you're taking on this big big fucking plate, and I just overall, but I just don't feel like Bob Bradley's fucking. His fucking track record, his 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 trophy cabinet, his achievements—it doesn't live up to the type of hype that he gets around the MLS and around U.S. soccer in general. All right, now, do you think that maybe in LA there was too much distraction for Bob Bradley? I think he's gonna thrive in the cold. I feel like he's like the Ice King, the Night King. He's gonna be up there in Canada, probably in a wood cabin, building a team, bro. He has he has a lot of work to do. He's not in. LA with the palm trees, with the Rams, with the Lakers, with the Clippers, with so many stars and so many parties and Hollywood. He's in Canada. He's in the cold with his son. No bullshit. Sporting director and the coach. I expect big things from Bob Bradley because this is a big yeah. role that he that he took on. And if he doesn't take this responsibly, I'm gonna look at him even more bad than what our what my mind is already of Bob Bradley. Like not necessarily bad of him being a person, but just in his career. You know what I'm saying? Since yeah. I said earlier that his career has been on a downhill slope. If yeah. he does bad in this job and he just kind of fucks off, it's not going to look well. Yeah, and last thing I want to say on Bob Bradley is when he had his run in the Premier League, bro, I remember, I, 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 bro, he took over Swansea. Five games, sacked. Five <laughs> games under Swansea, sacked, my boy. One of the shortest Shortest times that a manager has ever <laughs> took over a Premier League club, bro. Look that up. Fact check me if you have to. Five, five games, five games, sacked. Swansea, you're out, bro. You know what I mean? Well, so okay. his why so his, like his Premier League career was not nowhere think, near anything. I think Bob Bradley's <laughs> been done for a while, bro. I think at this point it's just the name that's keeping him alive. <laughs> and while he was at LAFC, <laughs> yeah. it was the players that was keeping them alive, bro. I think he's been done after he co- he coached the U.S. Uh, men's soccer team, and it's just been a shit show after that. And yeah, bro, because I think he's going to get, yeah, like, bro. two years max at Toronto, and he's he's done, bro. Bro, his, his, his legendary status, his name doesn't match up to his silverware, his trophy cabinet, his, his honors, his achievements. 
pull up his achievements, bro. You're going to be like, oh, this guy was nobody. But, oh, no, it's Bob Bradley, a legendary U.S. American coach. But look you at his who, fucking achievements. Look at his honors, bro. They don't they don't speak shit. You know who he's kind of like, bro? Porch. Pochettino. Not the player, but the coach. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No achievements, but he's up there with coaches, apparently. Yeah. That's what some say. Yeah, well, because he was the youth. Yeah. But moving on to the next game in the MLS, we kind of went on a rant on Bob Bradley on the Seattle and <laughs> Russell Lake. Um, Nashville, big, big highlight. Nashville, second year in the MLS, second year in the playoffs. They beat Orlando. Yeah. And uh, you know what? I think some people saw this coming. I saw it coming, honestly, because I'm a, I'm a Nashville Supporter. I mean, obviously, I'm an Austin FC number one. I mean, we're Austin TV. We got a whole channel dedicated to Austin FC. But yeah. low key, I like Nashville, bro, because they're just a team yeah. that they're just they're just so. I don't even know what to say, they, man. They make you they make you want to root for them, bro, because Ooh, they are that's the. That's what it is. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. because because the first season, bro, first ever season, they went to the playoffs, amazing achievement, but they won the first game just like they did this this season. So I love that the type of fucking culture that they're building in Nashville. Nashville is a team, although two years in the league, they're a team that makes playoffs, bro. Already. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you want to root for them. I, I, I get what you're saying, Ish, because I feel the same way. You're like, oh, Appreciate we want to root for Nashville. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, and, and they don't even have a home yet. You know, that's the Tennessee Titans stadium. Come to Austin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What? Come to Austin, baby. Not your life. That's what sucks, bro. They're using, I think they're using Tennessee Titans Stadium. Yeah. Sorry, and bro. so so is that's why it, it fucking irks me with Atlanta United, bro. How they always flex their yeah. stadium. I'm like, boy, if you don't shut the fuck up, that's the Atlanta Falcons Stadium. Exactly. Okay, bro. Get your get your own soccer stadium and then talk some shit. Okay. Exactly. Don't, don't 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 do that. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I just got I just got lost real quick because Primo took off his hat and he was running his hand through his hair, bro. Hey, you look handsome today, bro. For real, Primo. You look like Bruno Mars, bro. You look like... Crazy, bro. Who is that? The weekend almost, bro. But all right, boys. Moving on to the next game that we want to talk about real quick. Union versus the New York Red Bulls. That one we just want to know real quick that it was a crazy goal. What was it, minute 120, right, B? 124? It was an added time, bro. Yeah, 120 plus two. There was like literally a minute left in the game. Last minute extra time goal. And it was a golazo too, bro. It was a golazo too. Absolutely screaming. Yeah, what a what, man, it just sucks because he's sitting here at Austin FC fans, bro. Sitting here watching from the outside in. You see these fans. Imagine Philly fans, bro, celebrating that fucking goal, bro. 120 plus two. Imagine celebrating that fucking goal, bro. I mean, come Bali. on, dude. Bali. You would be crying. You'd be like, oh, "El mejor del mundo, el mejor del mundo." Having a seizure. No, I, I think, no cap, I would probably pass out. I would probably pass out, bro. You would, bro. Yeah, well, you, you would have to call nine one one or something and some. No cap, bro. No cap. If that was on a Tuesday, I'm calling my yeah. foreman. I'm calling my foreman, bro. And I'm and I'm like, in, I'm in service now yeah. so it's harder to call in you know what i'm saying because it's like two yeah, two three yeah, people yeah. crews maybe just one person so it's harder to call in but i'm calling and i'm like hey i'm <clears throat> i'm sick That's yeah, what I'm bali, yeah bali would definitely pass out bro I would like fall bro on some like ericsson shit like this dude would just <laughs> fucking 
Bali, I could just imagine him, bro, going through the emotions of scoring that fucking goal. You know what I mean? Like Jesus yeah. Christ, I'm I'm getting myself wrapped up into like I'm starting to like want to feel that that fucking feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like to score a fucking yeah. last minute game in playoffs in the manner that the Golasso, everything. Just you know, shout out Philly for that, for real. The Union, 100%. shout out the Union. Shout out the Union, bro, 100. percent up next, we got New York City FC versus ATL. They took out ATL. What was it, 2-0, right, Bali? Now, this game, we want to talk about it because, Bali, you had a very interesting stat, your little investigative reporter stat. Can you please bring that up? He saw it on it Twitter. Was, uh, he did nah, not. Nah, it was, uh, he did not see this on Twitter. I was watching the game. I was watching the game. New York destroyed. Well, it was a back and forth, but... The whole time you knew that that it was just a matter of time. New York, remember this name, Castellanos. Castellanos, 23 years old, 20 goals. The guy is on the roll right now. And that's why I pick New York to win. No doubt about it. This guy, Castellanos, look, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We have nine players that, that get paid more than this guy and none of them none of them have 20 goals not even 10 goals where did we go wrong austin fc goes to the recruitment bro reina's not doing his homework this guy is a star B, you you had a really good point that you always like to bring up that the coach was appointed before the sporting director correct yeah so that's that's already fishy right there. So that goes with Bali. I mean, yeah, that's another rabbit hole. We can go. I mean, another rabbit hole. It, I mean, like, where do you hear that a sporting director doesn't get to get to be in the conversation for a coach for the club, bro? For you to come in, I don't know what the the logistics or the details behind the scenes, but like you said, Josh was coach of this football club, and then Rena came in. So it's kind of weird. Kind of weird, boys. Kind of weird, boys. But all right. Next game coming in, baby Bali. Thank you for that stat, bro. We have a lot of overpaid right. players. Overpaid. Let, let, let me tell you. Let me tell you his wages. Let me tell you his. Wages. He's guaranteed three hundred and twenty-four thousand this year. Rodney money, bro. Rodney money right there. So comparing those two players, paid more than him. Comparing those two players, Redis is getting paid almost the same as 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 this guy. But this guy is bringing up how many goals, Bali? Castellanos has, is bringing up how many goals this season? He has 20 goals so far. He might even 20 go goals so far. Jesus. With a, with a crucial goal in a knockout game in the MLS playoffs, by the way. Well, Ronnie Reyes scored how many goals in the regular season? How many? Set away. Zero Set fucking away. goals. Zero. Zero fucking goals in the regular season. And then people get mad that we come after him. He's the fucking biggest flop in the Warehouse and TV Awards, bro. And it was well-deserved. I'm sorry. But it is what it is, yeah. and this is Top Life Podcast, and we got to say it, bro. We got to say it. We, we got to say it, and I hope Ronnie's saving his checks, bro. Save yeah. those checks. Stack them up, because once that contract is up, bro, I hope you still got them checks saved up, bro. You know, go and turn them into whatever kind of currency is in Paraguay. I don't know if they're pesos or whatever kind of currency. Flip those, bro. <laughs> Take them U.S. dollars and flip them hoes and get you a nice crib in Paraguay. Get your family straight, because you're not showing Austin FC enough to give you another contract, bro. You got to set up a 401k, bro, or something, bro. You is a hoe. You is a hoe, bro. That was, that was, Jesus Christ, man. Hey. Bali, this, you this, this is what it is. 
That was harsh. See, that was that harsh. Was, that was harsh, bro. But uh, people could people could maybe people could defend Rodney and be like, okay, he was injured. Okay, okay, what? forget, forget, no, okay, okay, forget Rodney, forget Rodney. Houston is at seven hundred k. This is double the amount. Yeah. Of this guy Castellanos, bro. Where where did we go wrong, Austin FC? Where did we go wrong? Where? Help me. I'm know. lost. I'm lost, bro. I'm lost. I don't know, brother. Hey, moving on to the next uh to the next game before we get to the European yeah. part of this. Hey. You good? Wally. Is, yeah, is yeah, it I'm, good. I'm good, bro. I'm good. I'm good. Did I say something that made you upset? No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just remembering this, the season and stuff. And oh. Making my uh, flashbacks. Hey, 2022 is gonna bro. be better, bro. Listen, PTSD. 2022, is gonna be way better, bro. Don't worry about it, bro. Yeah, all right? bro. It's oh. gonna be all good, bro. Hopefully. All right, guys. Moving on to one more game in the MLS Plus that we want to talk about is the Portland. Portland win. Now, primo, the did you get to watch this game? Uh, the Portland one, I did not watch, bro. No. Bali. Did you watch this game, Portland? Yes, I did watch the the Portland game. Let it us was, know. Uh, it was a good game, but then Portland just ended up the the crowd, the home home at um home field advantage, bro. That's what happens, you know. And and Portland uh took advantage of that, and um it just sucks, you know, that we beat this team two times, we destroyed them one game, and then destroyed them another game, and this team. You know, they, they move on. They're in the second round of playoffs, and we have to sit back and just look from the outside. You know, that's what pisses me off. Bro, it was hard trying to explain to somebody how Austin FC had beaten Portland two times, but yet Austin FC is not in the playoffs. Like, it was very hard having that conversation. Like, wait, so Austin FC beat these teams? So why aren't they in the playoffs? It's just a conversation that I don't want to have, but I had to have. Honestly, bro, they should be thanking us, bro. Because if it wasn't for the win over Austin in that last game, they would have been playing away in the playoffs. And so, I think just having having the home advantage in playoffs is crucial, bro. Especially if it's just one game. So That's true. Good point, Primo. Good point. But anything else you want to add to this, guys? To the Austin FC segment and the MLS part of this podcast? Um, yeah, if I may, I wanna I just wanna highlight the uh, quarterfinals. I guess you can call them now that the 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 man- matchups are set. You know, Bali uh, was praising New York City and and rightly so they deserve the praise. Uh, but they got New England next, bro. They got the best team in the M- MLS next up. So that's you can't ask for a bigger test than that. So and then you got the Union playing Nashville. That's going to be a, a great game as well. Sporting KC, we're all Salt Lake. Uh, I'm not really too excited for that one. But Sporting KC, baby. Sporting KC. <laughs> but then you got the Colorado Rapids versus Sporting Timber. So now that we're cutting off a little bit of this fat, man, it sucks not having Seattle in here, but it's looking like a fucking badass quarterfinals, in my opinion. Bro, definitely some brackets got messed up. 100%. Yeah. And I and I call them quarterfinals, but here in the MLS, it's the conference semi. So don't come at me. It's like the NBA. It's like the NBA. It's the culture here in, 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 in the U.S. So, you know, conference semifinals, quarterfinals, whatever. Fuck off. It's the same shit. Fuck off. Fuck off. But all right, boys, let's fucking move on to the fucking European part of this podcast. One of my favorites. And today, a lot of shit went on, boys. European talk. Let's talk about Champions League football. So let's get on the top flight jet. Over First the class. Atlantic Ocean. 
first class <laughs> over the Atlantic Ocean, landing in probably let's start let's land in London and talk about the Blues because the Blues are flying fucking high, oh, bro. Man. Chelsea yeah. flex, bro. Listen to me. Chelsea flex so hard when they had the manager, the goalkeeper award, the UEFA Player mm-hmm. of the Year award, and which one was the fourth one? So they won the best keeper of the year. They won the Maybe. coach of the year. Tucho. They won the midfield of the year, and they Kante. won the player of the year. Yeah, Jorginho. Yep. Jesus, man, Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea's going through a really good, good moment. But I want to highlight something, bro. And Bali, you might have something to say on this. Why did Chelsea triple their season ticket prices, bro? Triple their season ticket prices. Why isn't anybody talking about that? Where's the criticism, Bali? I mean, for real, Bali, B, go ahead. For real, B, what's going on? I can tell you why. Triple, triple. They want to make. Tell you why? Are they going? They, they don't have money, B. What's going on? It, bro, they don't have money. Yeah, going. They got money. That's why. Broke ass. You know why, bro? I don't know. I don't broke know. ass. Broke tell ass. Me. Can I tell you why, bro? Tell me. Can tell I tell me. you why? I don't know. Tell me. Because if you want to see the top quality, top elite level football, if you want to see the best of the best, if you want to see the champions of Europe, if you want to see literally the best of football in the world, you pay high dollar, bro. You pay high dollar. If you want to see Chelsea for season football, ticket like holders, though, bro. For season ticket holders, bro. Look, those are look, those are people that are that are, that are gonna be with you, bro. Hey, look that that club. Look that club is all about this. Look, it's all about yep. money, bro. Hey, it's all about every money. club's all about fuck, this, fuck, baby. Damn. Every club's all about this, baby. Every club's all about this. That's true. Yeah. I, I, I would have paid that much for Manchester City. You know, I love watching Manchester City. They play beautiful. Manchester City, bro, they can't even fill up their stadium, my boy. They Come have, on. bro, they have fucking Jack Grealish out here giving away tickets like FC Dallas. Plastic fan. <laughs> bro, tell me y'all tell me y'all saw that tweet. Which one? Tell which one? me Jack, Jack Grealish's tweet? Oh, no, bro. He didn't even play oh, against PSG, did he? Okay. Listen to this. Jack Grealish tweeted, he was like, yo, Manchester fans, Manchester City fans, I have four extra tickets to the Manchester City game tonight that I'm that I'm not going to use. Does anybody want them? I can even give them away two to one person and two to the other person. Like, bro, that's a PR tweet. Man City is using Jack Grealish for PR tweets, bro. Like, that's that's where they're at. That's where they're maybe, gotta get. Maybe they gotta get something out of him. He's they spent a hundred million dollars on that cat. They're know? gonna get their money out of that fool. They're gonna get their money. He should have just stayed in. Where, where was he at West Ham? He was Aston, Aston Villa. Villa. Aston Villa. Aston Villa. I always get those two mixed up, bro. West Ham and Aston Villa. Always, always. Yeah, but, but uh, I mean, back on on the Chelsea, Chelsea. game, bro. Uh, they absolutely fucking obliterated Juventus. Uh, I watched the game. Four zero was the final score. Uh, we scored. The second goal and the third goal, like literally within two minutes, it is just complete and utter dominance. Chelsea, what I love about Chelsea and watching these games is when when the the, the style of Tucho is that we want the ball and we're going to dominate and we're going to fucking dictate the tempo and we're going to be the aggressors, bro. And I fucking absolutely love that uh, about a football club is when they come out and they want to come out swinging haymakers, bro. And they just show their dominance against Juventus. Juventus, bro. I know that they're not at the days that they were back in the day, maybe a couple of years ago with Chris, maybe before Chris. But we had to win the game by two goals to top the group. And not only did we win it by two, we won it by four. So complete dominance in that group. We're going to pretty much win the group. Chelsea, it's, it's, Chelsea tops the groups, but they have the same amount of points as Juve, correct? 
Yeah, we just needed to score more than them because yeah, they they, they beat us one zero. Yeah, but now yeah. it's it's over. Now we're gonna play Zenit, and you you think Chelsea can come up with the dub? They're gonna play Malmo, so you think they so, will come up with the dub? So Chelsea plays Zenit, right? Zenit and Drusy's ex team, bro. That's so that's so yeah. wild. Drusy was in <laughs> yeah. Zenit, and now he's in Austin yeah. FC. Fucking yeah, that's wild, bro. bro. All right, bro. So yeah. Chelsea beats Juve four zero, tops the group. I guess regular uh, also, day, regular day. Yeah, if them. I may add, the biggest downfall to this is that. And I've been hearing reports, and I don't know if it's official yet, and Uh-oh. it's fucking sad, bro. Uh-oh. And it sucks, and I'm fucking disappointed, and it just hurts so much, even though we won 4-0. Our fucking left back, I'm sorry, yeah, our left back, Ben Chilwell. Ben Chilwell, you're right. You're right, bro. Yeah. He could be possibly can celebrate that bullshit, you fucking That's asshole. fucked up, bro. That's, That's fucked, fucked up, because, bro. You're a fucking piece of shit. He could be out for the rest of the season, bro. He could Ooh. be. He, he, he could shit. What's his What's his name? Ben. <laughs> that guy said. Ben Primo. Primo. Is is Primo fucking celebrating? <laughs> no, bro, I'm not celebrating. No, no, I'm not celebrating. Hey, he's not a Ben Chilwell. He's, he's a fantastic player. He's a fantastic player, bro. AB. 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 I'm so sorry, bro. Hopefully he gets better, bro. And hopefully you see him next season. All right, bro. Damn, Damn. Oh, that's, that hurts, bro. That hurts. What you got to say about that, B? No, bro, bro, I had to laugh, bro. I'm sorry, bro. Nah, nah, it just sucks, bro, because Ben Chilwell was on fucking fire, bro. Our left back and right backs have been scoring goals for Chelsea. He has been on fire. The way – it's just sad, bro. It sucks. But the good thing is that Chelsea Football Club is a top-tier club, one of the best clubs in the world that have depth. Marcos Alonso can slot in that position and hey, play wait, offensively. You, so You know who, who, who hasn't been on fire? Who? Lukaku. Well, that's the thing, bro. That's the thing. I'll, good thing you bring that up because I wanted to bring this up too as well. Good thing you did. We are dominating the Premier League. We're at La? the top of the league. We're La? at the top of the group in UEFA Champions League. Guess what, bro? No Timo Werner. No Mason Mount. No Lukaku. And uh, Angolo Kante also just got hurt. But we've been missing players. We've been missing key players. No Pulisic. Pulisic has just came back. So we've been dominating. We've been still at the top of the group and the Premier League with a lot of key players missing. That just goes to show the type of death that this club has, bro. So Lukaku flop is, is what you're saying. Ah, uh, no, bro. He's going to come back. He's going to come back. Lukaku no, and Redes. I wouldn't say that. Ladies and gentlemen. Ah, come on. First. You heard it here first. Moving on to the next game we're going to talk about. In the show notes, we got City against PSG. Now, oil versus oil. I don't know. I, hey, you guys can go through the archives, look at the older Top Flight podcast. I told you, I told you that this PSG project, and Primo said it too, right, Primo? We, we, bro, we, we said that the PSG project was going to blow up in their face, bro. And this is exactly what's happening, bro. It these always guys, does, bro. These guys don't even want to play for Butch, and it's so obvious, bro. Messi, Messi doesn't like Pochettino because Pochettino famously said, that he would rather go back and work in his family's farm than coach Barcelona because Pochettino's roots are from Espanol. Espanol and Barcelona are derby rivals, bro. Serious derby rivals. Pochettino yep. does not like Barcelona. What is Messi all about? Barcelona. What is Neymar all about? Barcelona. Bape doesn't even want to fucking be there to fucking begin with, and he's the one that's been putting on for this team. He's the one that scored the goal. Correct. These yep. guys, these these guys are hijacking well, Pochettino's job, bro, and that's why he's well, gonna go back to the EPO. 
that's what sucks about PSG, bro. PSG is full of fucking divas, full of fucking, you know, Di Marias, Neymars, the Mbappes, the Messis, the Marquinhos, the all these fucking divas. They're chilling in Paris. Marquinho cool though. Marquinhos. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're cool, but I'm saying is that you have such big, big, humongous egos on such big, big payrolls. What can they manage to really do and say is so limited? in this PSG squad compared to him being at any other team in the world, bro. Because bro, you got a locker room full of divas. The manager, which y'all can point this out, y'all can let me know as I as I say it. The I've recently read this quote, a manager said that whenever he had to manage Neymar, that he felt that he Tucho. had to manage his, his entire circle. Tucho said it, right? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tucho said that he had to manage his entire circle, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just... Fucking in, insane, bro. bro. Yeah, managers got I mean, some shit. You, yeah, like he said, you got him. He's got to talk to his dad, his brother, his mother. He has to talk to him. He's going to talk sister. to Mbappe. He's his sister. He's going to have to. So you can't really. It's just so fucking difficult, bro. That's why. That's why. I, and I'm going to bring this up. That's why it's very interesting to see that they're currently, right now, there's rumors that Pochettino might be going to Manchester United now that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has been sacked. He's gone, bro. He's out of there. And you know what? What mm. what what that points the question is to another rumors that might replace that void that that he leaves in PSG. Another other than Zinedine Zidane. And guess what? Let me finish my point on Zinedine Zidane. Zinedine Zidane is a type of manager, and this is just going based on the pundits and everything that you hear online on Twitter. Zinedine Zidane is a player coach, bro. Zinedine Zidane, his his. I, I believe his best attributes is dealing with this kind of these kind of stars, this, these kind of egos, this kind of, uh, uh, you know, everything that comes with the Neymars, the Messi's, the Mbappes of the world. Like he did at Real Madrid, bro. Real Madrid had a fucking squad and he made all those superstars fucking listen and play for the Champions League, bro. So if he can, if, uh, if he can do that in PSG, you know, knowing that he's done it before, knowing that he can deal with these, these kind of players, I'm 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 actually very excited in my point to see if he goes over there. And also another thing, if Zinedine if Zinedine Zidane goes to PSG, is Mbappe leaving? Is yeah. is Mbappe gonna yes. leave? One hundred percent because it's been said that because now that you ask Zinedine Zidane, he's not, he, Zidane, he, Zidane, he's not convincing them. PSG's Never know. not convincing him, bro. He's no, dead. bro. One hundred percent, he's leaving PSG. You want to know why? At least Z. Oh, go ahead. Zidane is going to be the lubricant to ease that that night. You know what I'm saying? To ease that deal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's going to go. He's going to be the like lube to seal that deal. He he's going to be the ink to Mbappe's pen to sign Real Madrid's paper. He's going to finish convincing him, bro. I think that's yeah, what that's what's going to happen. What, and also what? one one other thing about that Zidane said he. He he got offered the United job, and he said no because of the language. He goes to PSG, France. That's his home fucking town, baby. He's gonna be right at home, bro. He bro, it's just a matter of time before we see uh, Fab Fabrizio say official Zinedine Zidane PSG. Boom. I fucking yeah, see it. It won't happen. Supposedly he said that he's very happy at uh, at PSG, but money uh, no, he's not. He can leave. How is he happy at PSG yeah, and he's he said he wants to dip? 
Yeah, he's been giving out hints. I fucking can't with this guy, bro. I fucking can't with this guy, bro. He did a press conference. He did a press conference. I fucking can't with this guy, bro. Real shit. Bro, bro even he, even even when he was appointed, it was a weird thing. Like when he was appointed, I was like, "What? Like that doesn't really fit." Because Mauricio Pochettino is now having to deal with a bunch of divas, bro, a bunch of super ego that, diva stars. That guy. When he's used like to coaching years, the youth, bro, he's being, used to he's used to dealing with young players and making them fucking grow, like he did at Tottenham. So it was weird to see it in the first place. But bro, Zidane. And PSG fits like perfect love, bro. I mean, Zidane is a perfect, I feel like, thing that could do for PSG because of the way that he deals with players, bro. He he'll put a player that's a superstar on check, bro. It's not it's not like you know he'll put the Neymar, so he'll 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 talk to the Messi's, the the Ramos's, the Navas, the you know all these players that that are big stars that aren't just gonna take shit from any coach, bro. They're not gonna take shit from who Mauricio Pochino just coached Tottenham. He hasn't done shit. Ramos no, has bro. how many Champions Leagues? Navas has how many Champions Leagues? Neymar is a type of caliber. Like, they need a coach that they can listen to, and Zinedine Zidane can be that type of coach, bro. This is this is what's, what's going to happen. Zidane is going to go to PSG, right? If Benzema escapes prison time, hopefully he does because it's not looking too good for him. If Zidane escapes prison time, Zidane is going to finish his career in PSG, and PSG in exchange is going to send, well, they have no choice. Mbappe is going to leave and join Real Madrid. PSG is going to turn into Real Madrid's MLS. They're just going to send players there to fucking finish off their years, bro. That's exactly what I mean, that's the best case scenario for Real Madrid. Can I point out the worst case scenario for Real Madrid? Mm -hmm. Is if fucking, if if, if Zidane somehow, I know you you know more than than this than I do, um, that Zidane can be the lubricant of him being going to Real Madrid. But wouldn't wouldn't you being kidding Mbappe? Wouldn't you want to at least play one year with this coach? I mean, depending what he's gonna tell him, you know, they're gonna have a they're gonna have a talk. They're gonna have a yeah. Because if I was talk. in this Zidane, I love Real Madrid and I want Real Madrid to succeed. But if you're gonna coach PSG, you gotta at least let me just play for me for one year, play for me, and then go to Real Madrid. You know what I mean? What if That's he gets what hurt? What if he gets hurt, G? If 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 I was if I was Zidane, I would tell Mbappe, you know what? This, this is your dream. This is your dream, right? When you were a kid, this was your dream. Go and live your dream. Yep. And I'm pretty sure. Like Zidane, and I'm yeah. pretty sure Sidane will give him That's his blessing. I love you, bro. Sidane will give him his blessing. Yeah. And and if they can make this transition happen like quickly, he won't have to stay another year. He can literally play his ass off for the remaining year of this year, and they can compete for the Champions League this year with Zinedine Zidane with Kylian Mbappe, and then he could go. So they need to make this quick, whatever they decide to do. And also think, on the other bro, side, on the other side of Marisa Pochettino, I think Marisa Pochettino could do wonders at, at Manchester United, bro. Because Manchester United has a squad and they have a lot of young talent, and Marisa Pochettino is good with young with young players, so they can work both ways. I don't think that Zidane is a guy to turn a team around like PSG, bro, because he's not a guy that brings a team into fitness. You know what I'm saying? He's not a he's not like a tactical manager. He's not like a two yeah Tucho. You know what I'm saying? He's definitely he's a like player a player manager. Like you yeah. said, so definitely PSG's offense would click, but I would be I would still be iffy about their defense, bro, because they're they're not looking good at all. So yeah, you know I mean, what I'm saying. Wanna, yeah, if we want to talk about the game at hand, I I watched the City game and the the City PSG game, and bro, City was just looking phenomenal. I know PSG had their had their moments in the game, but they're mostly like, bro, if you're playing PSG and you play against a team like City that likes to have the ball, when they're pressing and pressing and pressing. 
any slight counterattack, bro, and you got Mbappe, you got Neymar and Messi running at you three on three, it always looks dangerous. But yeah. if you're gonna play, if you're gonna play that, if you're gonna play the counterattack team, it's deadly. But come on, bro, you 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 have way too much talent in this in this in this club to 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 play that style. One hundred percent, bro. And uh, that was the City PSG recap. Um, well, I guess we can just quickly note Real Madrid beat Sheriff 3-0. Really just a regular day in the office, you know. Uh, definitely Sheriff is a team that you need to beat. Boom, got the three points. Real Madrid, top of the group. And now they finish off the last game in the Bernabeu against Inter for the top spot. So that's definitely something that we're going to look forward to. Vinicius Jr. is on fire. Shout out to him. Primo, you have something you want to add on this game? Uh, Not much, bro. Just highlighting being the only team to go through all 30 rounds of the group stage. Yes, sir. Um, I think that deserves a lot of recognition. I mean, Sheriff being Sheriff, I think, you know, it was kind of a, of a given. They're top of the, they're top of the league, top of the table in champions. I mean, it's looking good for me. Yeah. And the Sheriff fairy tale that I brought up earlier in the season, starting off strong, beating around beating Inter out Europa League for them. So, it was a very short-lived um, uh, fairy tale, as you could say. <laughs> Bro, Barca, Barca might be looking at some Europa League Ooh, action. Bali. Bali. Yeah, now we're getting, now we're getting into some team, Bali. Special team, Bali. What? Barca. What? You're a Barca fan, Bali? He is a Barca, Barca fan. He is a Barca fan. I fucking hate Barca, bro. Can I, can I just, can I just make a quick comment on, on Barca, Go ahead, bro? Primo, go ahead, go ahead. Being a Real Madrid fan, you know I fucking hate Barca. Oh, for real? No way. It is a Barca right now is a fucking embarrassment, bro. Bias. Bringing bias. in Xavi is not going to do shit for you. You're just following the trend of bringing great, you know, legends back to the club. You don't have any player on that roster that is going to make a difference. I don't give a fuck what numbers they pay. It's putting enough. Your only good player right now, I would say, is Frankie De Jong, which they are considering selling because they're fucking broke. It's the yes, fucking sir. shit with club. They're playing Bayern next in the in the next Champions League uh, uh, game, which is the last one. Bayern has not lost a game yet. Benfica go against Dinamo Kiev, who have lost every yep. single game. So by the looks of it, bro, Barca is going to the Europa League, bro. Yeah. And it's a if fucking I may... dream come true, bro. I yeah. fucking if I, may... <laughs> if I may paint out the picture, this is what needs to happen for... Okay, so if Benfica win... Barca have to beat Bayern, right? And Bayern is a team, although that they've already won the games, they've been in the group shape, they're like up by eight points, and it's insane, right? They dominated. Bayern is not a type of team that, regardless whether that me- the game is meaningless, they're going to play Barcelona, they're going to go in for the dub, bro. They're not going to just like, oh, hey, we already made it, fuck it, let's just put it in the bench. The bench is still going to kick your ass, bro, you know what I'm saying? So if Benfica win, which they most likely are, if you, if, you know, given the opponent, Barcelona have to beat Bayern. The only way that if Benfica lose by some weird reason, it doesn't matter. Barcelona are in. So it's just they put themselves in this position and they could possibly most likely be a Europa League, bro, which is insane. Bro, I am smiling ear to ear when I hear you say that, bro. I love <laughs> hearing that. I love hearing that. I hope yeah. I hope Barcelona turns into the next AC Milan. And Jesus. all honesty. And honestly, and if you're a Barca fan out there, I'm so happy. I just want you to know that. I'm so happy. I'm basking in your misery right now. It feels great. It feels feels actually fantastic. 
But, uh, boys, moving on to another game. Man United is saved by CR7. A coachless, a coachless team saved by CR7 again, which he has the most knock. He, he has, what, the most uh, stoppage time winning goals in the Champions League group stages ever? Or in the Champions League, and it's only the group stage. That's what the tweet was. It was uh, game winners. Game winners. Game winners. Bro, El Bicho. El Bicho, bro. El Bicho. That team has so many issues, though. Team, so many issues. Cristiano having game winners reminds me a lot of Real Madrid, bro, because Cristiano's game winners and the Champions League trophies definitely covered up a lot of issues. And they came out whenever he left. You know what I'm saying? And we had to face the facts. And we had, we, we, we've, we've kind of pulled ourselves off of the, out of the gutter. Um, but Real Madrid had two or three terrible seasons whenever Chris left, bro. But yeah. um, Chris is just, you know, he's, he's somebody that's going to win you games. That's what you pay him for. And that's what, he, what, that's what he's there to do. And I think that the, uh, the biggest issue at United, and everybody knows this, was the fucking coach, bro. And now that the coach is gone, that there's a replacement. If you bring a top-quality coach to this United side, with Ronaldo, with the Young Bucks, Mason Greenwood, Marcus Rashford, Jordan Sancho, you know, uh, Bruno Fernandes, you know, they have quality, bro. They have quality. They have bro, young players. So if you bring in a top-quality coach. Arteta can... took that job. Oh, Arteta. No, that's another only going to Solskjaer, bro. What if... bro. United is one of the biggest clubs in the entire world, bro. This this club needs a top-quality coach. It needs... It's been dying for it for so bro, long. Arsenal, Arsenal is also one of the biggest clubs in the world. I just want to let you know that. I just yeah, have to let you know that. Yeah, all English clubs are pretty big, but United is on, I think, a, a way bigger club than Arsenal, in my opinion. I mean, maybe just a bit. Not a lot, though. But, bro, you don't mess this up and bring another unexperienced-ass fucking gaffer. You know what I mean? Bring in bring in a right. top-quality coach. You know what I'm saying? Bring in Melissa Pochettino, which looks Pochettino. like he might be going. I feel like, like he can like be it. a... Yeah, I feel like he can really, really, really turn this, this team around. Because I think that's what the main issue was at United was his fucking coach. I agree, boys. Uh, that's, that's all the Champions League games that we had in the uh, show notes that we were going to talk about. In the leagues right now, Chelsea sit top of the Premier League. Real Madrid sit top of the Spanish League. Those, those are really the two best leagues in, in the world, I would say. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Let's see, who's who's in the top of the German League, boys? Does anybody know? Bayern Munich, bro. Of course, right? Fucking obviously. Why did I even ask that stupid-ass question? <laughs> well, I, I don't know why I, I, I even asked that, y'all. But, hey, boys, is there anything else you want to add to the Europe section of this um, yeah, I just want to look, uh, uh, I just want to say, looking forward to the games coming up. Uh, United have Chelsea at the weekend, bro. That's a very interesting game. Uh, very interesting oh, okay. tie. Um, what time is Chelsea's, that? Um, I think they play Sunday. They play on, yeah, they play Sunday at 10.30 a.m. So That's Central Time. Yeah, Central Time Prime. That's the the game of the weekend. So looking forward to that game. I always look forward to a fucking United game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, what I want to just bring up. Primo, Bali, anything else you want to add to the top flight European segment? Primo, nothing much, bro. I mean, Madrid, looking good, baby. I mean. Looking good. Looks it's like, looking good. Looks like it's, looking, gonna, it's looking pretty solid. So, I mean, like hopefully we can keep it up. 
So we're going to take the league, brother. But league said, sure. Brian's probably going to say, you should. You should take the league. Mm-hmm. Bro, you should take the league, bro. Should, Barcelona dude. are the next AC Milan. Atleti, bro. Aren't doing good. Atleti, bro they league, are, the they Spanish are teams have far. fallen. The Spanish teams used to dominate the Europe. Either used to be Barcelona, used to be Real Madrid. It happens, it's not like bro. That anymore, bro. It happens. It's not like, it's not like anymore, that anymore. Bro. It's not like that anymore. It happens. It was fun. It was fun, bro. It was, it was a fun. fun ride, yeah. It yeah. was a fun ride. It was, it was long. It was fucking long. It was, what, like eight years? Eight, yeah. eight nine years, bro. It, 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 it had to change. It was coming. But and um, the, the round of 16s are creeping up closer and closer. There's one more group stage week, and after that, the round of 16s will be set. So I'm looking fucking forward to that shit. Cause, and then, like boom, I said, the MLS season. And then, boom, yeah. And then I'm looking forward to because this PSG squad, say what you want, I understand. You know, it's a shit league. Their season for me personally doesn't start till the 16 of this competition, bro. You really so, think that me, they're gonna kick gear? You I just really don't know. I don't know up. if they're gonna kick gear, but I, what I do say is that they're gonna start to take their sport and what they do week in, week out more seriously once the round of 16 come some come into play. Because in their league, they're already up by like fucking, I don't know how many points. They've already won the fucking league, they win that shit every time. They don't have to worry about nothing. Literally, the only thing they have to worry about is the Champions League. So when the round of 16 come into play, I feel like that's when they'll take it more serious. So, you know, excited for the round of 16. Let's see. I'm checking up the League One standings. Damn, PSG is up 37 points. <laughs> and second place has 26, bro. So they're up by 11. Yeah, it's over. On, it's a wrap, bro. It's a fucking wrap. It's a wrap, boys. But hey. That is the Top Flight Podcast, the European segment. Thank y'all for joining us. Skype podcast, off-season mode. Whenever the season kicks back, we're going to get back into that studio, give you that live content. Thank you so much for supporting us. Hopefully, you have a great Thanksgiving tomorrow. This podcast was recorded on Wednesday, uh, Wednesday, November 24th. Oh, yeah. yeah, happy so, Thanksgiving, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Y'all. This is the Thanksgiving episode with the We're Austin TV Awards. Yep. So hopefully, you have a good time tomorrow. Eat. A lot. Say, you know, whatever you're thankful for, and uh, hope that Austin FC gets some badass players in this offseason. Yes, yeah. sir. Gentlemen, anything else you want to say? Uh, I just want to say that I, that I'm very thankful for for y'all guys uh, and, and this project and this podcast. So I'm really thankful for everything. We're Austin TV, everything Top Flight. So it's been a hell of a year and many more things to come more content on the way so i appreciate everybody who listens to us uh if you're hearing us if you're watching us on youtube i appreciate you leave us a comment talk some shit leave some banter you know interact with our shit and i appreciate it hey this has been the tough life podcast you already know let's get it